book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Confessions. Happy Monday, guys. Welcome back to Coffee. Y'all, it has been a hectic, oh man, just like since the holidays up until today, it has been <laughs> so, so crazy. And we don't want to ramble too much on the PCS journey because we have time slotted for that on another day that we're coming to you just to talk about all the things. Um, but today we wanted to do an episode to your Galentine because we all have at least one girlfriend, yep. whether they're close or far that, um, you know, deserves a little bit of praise, or maybe you just want to, Felicia and I are going to talk about like how important it is to have them for one and the times that we needed each other or even our other friends. Um, but just to bring a little bit of Galentine magic, it's Valentine's day week. I don't know. I don't really do a ton for Valentine's Mm-mm. day. No, it's just, I don't, it's not that it's not my favorite. It's just I, ever since I had kids, it's so hard to be like, okay, I need to buy you a gift and you know, find a sitter and then try to go find like a reservation. So it's too much. I, it's not my favorite. We used to be better about it before we had kids, but after kids, it's more like, here's your box of chocolate. What do you want to eat for dinner? By the way, yeah, my husband was deployed over the last Valentine's day and I bought myself Costco chocolate covered strawberries and it was the best decision I ever made in my life. <laughs> a whole tray to myself. So I was my own Galentine that day. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. At the commissary right now, they're selling like these chocolates that my husband loves to buy at Costco. It's the the Sanders brand and they are a like salted caramel, dark chocolate, whatever. But now they have them in hearts. And I will tell you what, I am a gimmick for like cute like mm-hmm. things. Like if it, if it comes usually in a square and you throw it in a heart, I'm like, I need it. Like I have to get him this. It's so cute. Um, they're doing that with sushi, so my, guys. So if you need yeah. a Galentine or a Valentine, they have heart-shaped, heart-shaped yeah. sh- sushi. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Say that one. <laughs> that was a hard one. So, um, yeah, guys, like I know how intimidating it can be to like make a friend or to put yourself out there to make a friend. But there are moments in your life that you absolutely need your friend. Like even in this PCS right now, like – my family is currently missing three boxes of things and I'm like texting Felicia and she knows deep in her heart that they're gone. Like <laughs> they're gone, but she's like, maybe they'll pop up. Maybe you just haven't unpacked them yet. And it's like, just like that sweet sound of support where she's like, I'm not going to wreck your, 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 your life right now. Like we both know they're gone. Good luck with the claims process, but right now you don't need to hear that. So I'm going to, you know, speaking of like Galentine's and best friends, like I have this box right here of birthday gifts that I have been acculating and packing if into this box. If she keeps talking about this birthday gift, I'm going to go straight I'm to my so husband's excited. text messages and read exactly what it is. <laughs> I'm so excited. I am so excited. So I'm not a huge gift person. Like I don't, I, I mean, I like to receive them, but I don't like that pressure when the people are like, like, let me open. Let me see. Let's see. You know, I hate that. I hate that so much. But when I'm able to give somebody a gift that I know is like, they're going to be so excited <laughs> to, to get that. Like, they're going to be so happy for this. This is exactly what they love. It's, it's like the best gift ever. And so, um, I hope some of you guys are feeling, maybe you do like, I saw this TikTok where this woman did like a whole Galentine's day with her friends and they did, um, 
I mean, the girl spent some money. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, she had like eight friends and like face masks and like those lip masks and then like satin pajamas and oh. the robes and the stuff. I mean, girl went out. If it was just you and me, like I could swing that, you know, but <laughs> first of all, I don't have like more than four friends and she had like six people there and she like, I mean, skincare, all kinds of stuff. I was like, damn, like, I don't really want friends that much, but I will be your friend <laughs> on Galentine's Day. I think it should be mandatory that you get to be with your girls on Galentine's Day because I don't know. I love my spouse and I'm with my spouse all the time, but to be like, this is dedicated to a girl's day, yeah. like, how fun would that yeah. be? Like, okay. Right. All y'all are out. Like, I'll celebrate with y'all tomorrow. Like, today is for the girls. Right. Yeah. Did your, okay. Now I know we grew up poor and stuff and all that, but did you, did your parents get you a little, like my mom always would just get us like a little box of, of the chocolate that had like four in it. The you know? dollar and one. The, yeah. And then like the sweetheart candy. Yep. We always They're got, so not that's good, all we but, got. or red us, hots. There was four of us growing up and we got one heart box of chocolate. That's mm-hmm. it. And you know what? I carry on that tradition and that's what I give to my kids. I was going to say, that's what I do too. I was looking today and I was like, I'm going to need to buy it today because we get paid tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then, but then, okay, the, 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 like, I need to do something sweet for my kids, part of my brain. But then the other side is like, I don't want to give them a box of chocolate and deal with them after having a box yep. of chocolate. Yep. That's why I think it's good yeah. about the small ones though. Cause it's just like, I know like I'm going to sound like that, that mom, but I don't like my kids to have a lot of sugar. Like I don't want to deal yeah. with the aftermath and like you right. have plenty of it. I don't need it. So that box or like, you know, the little tubes that you get. And they have like mm-hmm. a couple candies in them, like they'll have kisses oh, yeah, yeah, or like yeah. M&Ms or something. Yeah. I'll either mm-hmm. find those or those, whichever. And that's yeah. basically the gist of our Valentine's. And then some type of like chocolate covered strawberry or something. And my kids are like, Ooh, yeah. you hung the moon with this box right? of chocolate. Right, pizza. Yeah. Okay. So now that we've like warmed our feet into the episode, talk about all the things we do, let's start talking about like your bet. So if you know, if you follow coffee, we moved away from each other. We've been... Uh, living in the same duty station since we met. So we met in 2018 yeah. and we separated in 2022, 20, 20, 23. Oh yeah. So well, we separated for, yeah, we separated for seven months in 20, like 2020 into 2021. And then we were reunited, spent two years and then separated in 2020, separated literally again. 2023. It was the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. So we know the heartache that goes into, you know, making that friend and then having to say goodbye. And then also how important it was to have a good friend during those years, because there are many times like, for, for example, Felicia's son got really hurt um, last year and needed surgery and all kinds of things. And like the first thing she did, I mean, her spouse was there with her and I'm sure she called her mom and stuff, but I was one of the first people she called and she just cried on the phone. Like yes, I have surgery and all these things. And, you know, and I think knowing that I was able to be there for her, like I brought her son donuts in the morning and brought her some coffee and picked her up so she could go take a shower and stuff like that. But in those moments when you don't know anybody around, like I kind of think about it right now and I'm like, I don't know anybody here. Like if shit hit the fan and I needed somebody like who would I call uh Ghostbusters I guess because I have nobody else I mean my sister's two hours away and Felicia's five so realistically if an emergency happens it's kind of with me and that's a vulnerable feeling that I haven't really 
felt in a while because I just, I've leaned so heavily on my person over the last few years. I don't think you realize how much you need somebody in those moments because like, I'm a very Mm -hmm. independent person. I was raised that way. And like, my dad taught me that like, you don't need anybody or anything. Like you need to know how to like survive on your own essentially. Um, And as much as I do, there's times that like, I need that person. So when I right. go to crying, I was like, my husband was sitting there, but I was just like, you don't understand like the way I'm feeling and I need some, right. he's, like, he's going to be okay. And I'm like, call Cody, like, no, he's not going to be okay, but tell me he's going to be okay. Cause he's, he's, right. he's four and he's going into surgery. And you, when we thought about this episode, it was bathtub t- thoughts. So <laughs> um, when we thought about this episode, I really took a look back at all of like, the curveballs life has thrown us. This episode is going to make me cry because I miss my friend, guys. I miss my friend. Turn the camera so, off. <laughs> I miss my friend. And so it really made me think about all the curveballs that life has thrown us that mm-hmm. we didn't even realize we leaned into each other yeah, before. Yeah. Like we started off our relationship on a curveball. Cody literally, like, yeah. two months into our friendship, she was like thrown a deployment. And mm-hmm. like he was gone and then, you know, the stress of reintegration that comes with that. And then we went into COVID <laughs> and that was brutal on their marriage. Um, Don't ask her how many times I I text her and said like, this is it. I'm done. I'm divorcing my husband. And she had to like, talk me up, like talk me down. Like, you're not, you're not going to like, guys are stupid. Like, and, and without her, like words of wisdom, like I'm a very manic person. So like, if I am having a bad day and I get a little bit manic. Like for God's sake, the other day I was taking my right Ray Dunn out, I'm back in it. I was like, I'm going to sell it all. I'm done. Like (laughs) I hate it. I'm done. And then like my husband came home and I was like, I posted this all to sell. And he was like, why would you do that? He was like, you, you like, like you love that stuff. And I was like, do I though? Like, do I? He's like, all right. It's one of those days, isn't it? You do. You do though. (laughs) But yeah, uh, like she's not lying. 2019 to 2020 was really hard on my marriage and without like a voice of reason I very well could have just been like I'm done because it's easy to get in that mindset where your spouse is gone and then you have this idea of how your life's going to be when they get back and then reintegration really hits you mm-hmm. and you have it like knocks you off your feet and you don't know what's going on and in my head, and I'm not saying it's the right rationality, but in my head, I was like, well, I already do this all by myself. Yeah. Like essentially you've been gone and yeah, like your pay comes into our bank account, but it would be like the same as child support. So like I've already proven to myself that I could do this. Mm -hmm. And so Felicia really came in. She's like, well, we both already know that you can do it. Like we already know that you can do it. But are you going to want your husband in a couple months? Like after you get out of this, like bad, like this bad, like wave that you're in, are you going to miss him? Are you going to want him around? And so it's like, okay, yeah. Like I I needed that person to speak rationalization back into me. Cause to me, I was just like, this is hard. I don't want to do it anymore. And I'll just do like, I'll give up. I'll be on my own. And so to have a friend that's like, you could, like you could give up. And it's going to be really hard. Like you're going to have to find a job. You're going to have to raise your kids by yourself. And so in those moments that you're not really thinking rational, it's so 
so good to have that Mm -hmm. friend, even if you don't want to hear it. Felicia is, I am the queen of passive and Felicia is the queen of like, she will tell you straight up. I mean, the girl will freak out. Like, I don't want to say hi. You say hi first. I don't want to talk. But if you cross her, like if you cross her, then it's another like situation. So sometimes Felicia will give it to me and I'm just like, well, first of all, Linda, (laughs) First of all, well, okay, look, let's address it because she always comes asking for it first. Okay, my opinion is asking for it. But I think that's what you need because, you know, if you turn to your mom, my mom's going to tell me what I want to hear, not what Mm -hmm. I need to hear. My mom's going to be like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you were in that situation, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, come home right now. I got you. Like, don't worry about it. You know, as much as you, she loves me and she loves my family, like, her heart is like to protect mine. And so sometimes I need that voice of reason that's like, okay, but like, but do you really want it? Like, I know you, you literally talk right. about, you know, things that you shouldn't talk about to me with, <laughs> and like, you know, you, you need this person to stick around a little bit longer. Um, and it's in those moments where you're like, damn, I'm like super thankful. I put myself out there and I like made this friend and I built this relationship and I pour into this relationship because I feel like there's a lot of relationships that you'll be like, this is my friend, you know, like when we're kids and we're on the playground, you're like, yeah. everybody's my friend. And then right. when like you have like you, 17 best yeah, friends. Yeah, like, oh, that's what my kid comes home every day. I have a new best friend. I, have a new yeah. best friend. And yeah. I was like, no, you don't. Like, you have a new one tomorrow. But um, right. when shit hits the fan and you're like looking around for all of these friends, that's when you're really like, I don't have anybody. I have this person and this person is the right. first one I'm going to call. This is the first one I'm going to run directly to. This is the one who's going to like, pick me up and be like, we've got this. Like, we're going to get through it together. It's going to be hard, but like, whatever we choose to do, we'll do it together. Whether that means you live further or closer or with me, or we do this Mm -hmm. or, you know, hide the body or whatever. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Sometimes that's what you have to do, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like we've both been through like moments in our marriages where we're just like, yeah, like I'll just do it by myself. And we both have been there for each other just to be like, take a deep breath. Yeah. Like just take a deep breath. And I, I know a lot of people, it's easy to look at our lives through social media and be like, they have perfect marriages. They like, they have like this, they have that. And guys, we live just as normal lives as you yeah. guys do. Like if you ever see us out, like we're like the most just normal people. Um, we have kids who don't listen. We have kids who misbehave. We have husbands who drive us crazy mm-hmm. and husbands who drive us crazy in a great way. And we're just like you guys. And it's just like you, we're, we tell you this stuff just because we've been there. We know like maybe you're a seasoned spouse, but maybe you're like that, that new spouse and, and you have no idea what's going on. Like the, they should put like a brief out. That's like, okay, first get quarters, then, you know, move into quarters, then find a friend <laughs> because you need a friend. Like you really have to have a friend and, your civilian friends and stuff like that are great to have, I think, to keep you grounded and keep you um, in the now of what's going on outside of the military because it's really easy to suck you in and you don't know what's yeah. going on outside of it. But at the same time, and as much as everybody's like, I don't make friends with military spouses and all this stuff, like at least have one in your corner because – you know, like for example, when all my stuff went missing on this PCS, I went to my Facebook page. It, let me know, like all my military friends, let me know what's ahead of me. And, you know, even on, on, on coffee, like I couldn't have asked that question anywhere else and gotten a helpful response like I did. And so as much as everybody tries to say that every military spouse is dramatic and all of these things to where it scares you into making a friend, do your best to just 
<laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to stop, but I don't know if you can hear Reveille. We live on training bases now, so you may hear like <laughs> Reveille in the background. Um, but yeah, so I just don't, I don't want you to ever shy away from making a friend because you're scared you're going to get like hurt or you're going to, you're scared yeah. like you're not going to mesh because there's going to be plenty of people that you don't mesh with and that's totally okay too. But you'll never know if you don't try. And there have been so many times that as much like, crappy situations that Felicia and I have held hands through. Like we have like had some of the funnest, like, mm-hmm. like we've had so much fun together and not even just us, like our kids have had so much yeah. fun together. And, you know, you never know, like you, look, you could, told me not to you, cry, Linda. Okay, look away. I'm not. <laughs> your I don't even know what you're so talking glossy about. right now. Uh, it's because I'm allergic to cats <laughs> and George just walked by. <laughs> no. Um, but like, you never know. And I think that's the hardest thing without, with anything in life, like it's so intimidating. And especially just to like put yourself out there because I don't know, there's so many pressures. Like, well, what if we don't parent the same? That's a big one. Like, I don't, I mean, Felicia and I are yellers. Like we'll, we'll pop you, but like, we're going to yell at you a few times before we, we have to, to, to pop our kids, you know, but like in the society that we're living in now, it's so hard to be like, well, I don't care if they judge me, but deep down, you know, like if somebody was like, oh my God, the way she talked to her kids and stuff, it, it that would like cut me. Like, so that's why, you know, I know that I can parent my children the way I need to parent my children in, in front of Felicia. And it's like, she's got my back. Like auntie, like you're not going to get sympathy <laughs> from auntie. Like I'm following up with mama. Like, you know, so. Unless you know, it's my baby. Like I feel like he's perfect, but anyway, <laughs> okay. continue. <laughs> um, but, you know, find those people that you fit in with, you know, if you're more into like grunge, uh, emo music, whatever, I'm sure there's a spouse out there. If you love tacos and margaritas, like we do, there are spouses out there. If you are into going to the gym all the time, there are spouses that do that and take their kids to daycare. Like you will find somebody who fits in with you, but you'll never find them. And you'll spend every gallon time by yourself. If you just stay secluded. Like if you just stay in your house and don't come out, I know it's intimidating, but like go sit on your porch. Somebody's bound to say hello. I mean, take your kids to the park. Somebody is probably standing there. I don't know about you, but I am like a, if I get too nervous and I start talking. So like, if I'm standing around somebody like what well, you've, everybody's seen it. Like you'll, you'll like notice something that the kid's doing. And then you both like talk about that. And then it's like, so what's your name? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What, what unit is your husband? And that is another one where we always say like, Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I just feel like it's an easy icebreaker as a military spouse. And if you don't know, you don't know, yeah. like that's totally fine too, but you have to put yourself. Well, we there. learned that the hard way. We, I moved to Bragg in 2017 and I didn't meet Cody till the end of 2018. So like mm-hmm. I spent the whole time there essentially by myself until it was kind of like, okay, our daughters forced us to be friends. <laughs> like I want to invite these people. But then your friendship was like, boom, yeah, boom, boom, and boom, then boom. you made the friends after that. And I think a lot of the time, you know, it's kind of like, I'm okay by myself. I am okay. I am, you know, I, I am okay. I'm not going to die by myself, but you know, I'm a better version and a happier version of myself when I'm with Cody or with, I'm with a friend because like I, you need that. You need that like human interaction. You need that person to, um, you know, not only like pull you out of the you need to be Felicia. Like you need to be Felicia and not mom. And yeah, I need somebody to, you know, 
talked about me about everything under the sun. I need somebody to be like, hey, I haven't, I had a friend of mine and they were like, I haven't seen you on social media in a while. Like, are you all right? Like you typically post through your stories. And I was like, one of my key things is when I get overwhelmed and I know it's a bad coping mechanism, but it is what it is, is I like withdrawal. Like I withdraw from the aspects that are like taking a lot of my time, even if they're important or not. Like I withdraw from it in order to like deal with what's at hand. So when we were PCSing, it was just like, I would call Cody every day. It was like, look what's going wrong now. Look what's going wrong now. Like I am going to lose my mind. (laughs) Like I can't do it. And I had to withdraw from there. And it was like noticeably enough that people were like, are you all right? Are you all right? And I feel like you need those people (laughs) to check in on you. Um, When Cody found out about the baby, she withdrew a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you need to come back here because like I need my friend to get like, come back. That was hard. That was hard for sure. And And I I posted about that on TikTok too, because like, without Felicia, like, I don't know how I, how I would have dealt with that because my, my pregnancy announcements have not always been taken so great. And so when I told her, I was like, I'm so scared. Like, I'm so scared to say anything. And I didn't. And usually I'm the type of person that's like, you pee on the stick and you're like, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Like, right. And I, I found out in September and I didn't say anything until December because I was just like, I don't know. I was just, I don't, it was a really, really hard time for me. And Felicia just told me, she was like, listen, it's a baby. And if people can't love him or her, like, cause at the time we didn't know, like if they can't love them, then you don't need them in your life anyway. Like, and now that we have him, it's like, he's so perfect. He's like such a great little kid. And I can't imagine my family without him, but without Felicia, I feel like I would have, um, Really, res- I could have really resented him for yeah. a really long time. Well, just send him to me Is- now. <laughs> send him to me. Since you're ungrateful. My baby best friend. I saw a video on TikTok and I was going to send it to you, but I didn't want to make you cry because I was crying and they were like, you know, being an auntie just hits different. And I was like, I mean, I love all her kids equally, but damn, that baby, he got me. He was like, that baby got he is me. something special. That baby got if you me. Ever, if you ever get to meet Caleb, he is something. No, super, that baby is special. mine. He got me. Okay, <laughs> he owns me. So, um, uh, but what I'm saying is, just you need somebody to check in. Nobody besides her husband and I knew what was going on in her life, and you know, it mm-hmm. was like, look, I need you to like come out of this dark hole, and you know, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna move on, and it is what it is. Right. Like you're in this situation. There's no going back, and this we're just gonna move forward. Um, it's right. the same thing. When I had a hard time at you know the end of 2022, my life was wrecked for quite a while, and I yeah. cried. I I didn't cry. I bawled my eyes out to my friend, and I was like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And she she was my soundboard, and like I don't know. You just need the person, guys. You need. We just sit here and cry because yeah. we're big babies and haven't seen my friend in two months. No, we, put, we put it on video because you know if you listen. Okay, and so if you listen to coffee enough, you know we like talk over each other. So we're like, well, let's put it on video. Um, not really realizing that you know we haven't had a heart to heart in a while. I mean, we Facetime, but it's all been like, can you believe what this bitch said to me at the reception desk? Like. My kids started school. So, okay. Yes, you need your friends for the heart to hearts and uh, pick you up when you're sad and stuff. But you also need your friends to be like, I'm about to whoop this bitch's ass. You better get down here. Because this week 
I was enrolling my kid in school and the receptionist two times, two times. <laughs> um, also, you need your friend, you know, when you need to run into Starbucks and get your mobile, your mobile order. Oh, and she's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't leave him in that car. I was, I was like, like, I'm right out. Baby. Like, <laughs> Say that, <laughs> I got him. But yeah, you need you need those friends that are like your heartstrings, your your shoulder to lean on, but also ready to you know to to fight with you. Like there have been many times that you know somebody's talked to talk twisted to me, and Felicia's like, "Where? Like when? Let me know." You know, there was at this promotion ceremony my husband went to. There was a a chick that was just a little too like so congratulations. <laughs> congratulations sergeant and i was like okay back up just a little <laughs> bit ma'am please and so felicia's like you want me to take her outside like you want me to take her outside i'm like we might have to linda we might have to this is looking at me like don't egg her on and i was like what do you mean don't egg her on like i'm going to what you talking about <laughs> we're gonna get each other on I don't know what you but mean. yeah i think you also need to realize you know you have them in the low low moments in the high moments in the you know scary moments and all that but i think you um you have to be open to the realization that it's okay to outgrow somebody as well. Yeah. I had a best yeah. friend for, you know, I met Cody in 2018. So obviously like I had a lot of years before that. Um, and I had a best friend from the age of four till about, I don't know, shortly after my daughter was born. Um, mm-hmm. I still care about her, but it was just time for like our lives to kind of part ways. She grew into somebody yeah. else and I grew into somebody else. I was a mother. She wasn't. Um, and you know, I love her to this day, no hate to her at all, but we just grew apart and I knew it was time to be like, I'll still be your friend. You know, if something happened, you can call me and you know, if you need somebody like I'm here, but like to be like, Oh, you're my best friend. Like, let's go get drinks. Let's go get tacos. Like come hang out at my house. We weren't there anymore. And I think it's a scary, it's a scary fact to kind of sit in there because I, our relationship kind of ended in, I don't know, like 2015. So there was like this time in my life where I was kind of just like looking and it was like, I don't have anybody anymore. I don't, you know, I don't like, this was 20 years of friendship that I had to put to a close and, um, it's scary. It's scary. Like, how do I put myself back out there? Am I going to find somebody that loves me that loyal? Like, am I just going to mm-hmm. outgrow them again? Um, and I didn't put myself out there for the longest time until Cody and I were just kind of like, we're going to do this. <laughs> we're just going to do this. Yeah. Um, and we like, you know, made our, made our plans and here we are five years later. Um, so I think it's okay to be like, thank you. Like I needed her in that time in my life. But Mm -hmm. when our like relationship came to an end, it was like, thank you. I love you. And it's time to let go. Like, it's a hard to say that, but it's like, I need to move on and do what's like right for me and not hold on to it because um, I've seen what it does when you hold on to that person and how like detrimental it can be to you. Like, is it me? Is it my life? Is it, you know, what am I doing? Am I not good enough? Um, And you start to question all the things that are good factors and qualities about yourself because you're still in this friendship that's stagnant. Um, I'm, you know, we always say we're like low maintenance friends. We are, we, you know, you don't have to take us out to do anything. We are so content sitting on the couch and doing nothing, but I am a firm believer in like, if I don't talk to Cody, our relationship is not going to be the same. So it's very important Mm -hmm. for me to 
call her to check in on her kids, to check in on her day, check in on what her husband's doing, even though I don't even like him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but it's important for me to like water the, that grass because yeah. like her, I value her relationship. Um, not even just for like this time in my life, but for the next 60 years when she's going to move back right. to me, she's going to move closer. She just can't do it. Yeah. Well, and also I think it's important to remember too, that um, I think we need to make a t-shirt out of that because we say that a lot too. I, well, also, also. <laughs> I think it's important. I think it's important. We text to that to each too. other just so you know. We say also. Side <laughs> note, also. Um, but you don't have to have just like one best friend. So, you know, Felicia has friends from Texas that she's close with. And I have friends that I have made all over. I feel like every duty station I've been to, I've made that one really, really, really good friend. That Did you I'm make just a like, person? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I made you again. I, I made. I met twenty twenty version. Um, so you need friends no, to call but, you out and bullshit. <laughs> um. Well, I don't really. I don't know. I. But at at Bliss, I met a really good friend there, and then Bragg. I'm. Well, I met Soup at Bliss, but then she became like my Bragg friend before. Um. And so, like, you kind of like you pick up these little gems and it's been really fun too, to see them like in other places. And I have this one really good friend. She lives in Wilmington and we met at bliss and she'll text me and she'll be like, I'm such a shitty friend. I haven't checked in on you yet. And but see, I am a low mate. I am a low maintenance friend where I'm like, you know, if you haven't talked to me, but like, like, you know, somebody's heart. If I, if, if I hadn't talked to Felicia in like two weeks, but I know she's busy. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll, our love language is send, sending memes back and forth, honestly, or reels. We don't really have a lot of full-blown text conversations. We conversate through TikTok videos. But um, just fill the person out. If they're a person who you can go – I have friends that I can go months without mm-hmm. talking to. But I'm like – if they, I text Soup, hey, what are you up to? Like, what's what's going on? How are the kids? And she knows. Like, it probably won't be three months again until we talk to each other. But – that's just how our lives are. That's mm-hmm. how my friend in Wilmington is. We'll, we'll check in on each other. We'll have that one like phone call every few months. It's like an hour long and we just talk about everything going on. And then it's like, love you. Bye. Yeah. I'll talk to you again in a few months. And I think, but I think you only get to that place after that vulnerable, like I'm going to put in the work. You are yeah. somebody that I am, you know, cause I went through vulnerable moments with both of them. One but you have to water it regardless if it's yeah. one week of a friendship or if it's three months, you don't get these, like we've been through a lot. Yeah. We've been through a lot. Like we've just been through a lot. So there's no, you know, if Cody doesn't text me for a month, like I know she's, she's going to call me. Oh, yeah. She's going to call me any day and she's going to be like, listen, <laughs> what the stupid receptionist said and be like, calm down. It's their first Oof. day. Okay. Like where's my kids anyway? <laughs> Let me talk to them. I was ready um, to fight her. <laughs> so you have to like, you're not going to get these type of relationships without putting in the work. You don't get to right. where you don't get a coffee without making the pot first you you know right. there's a lot of work when you go into making coffee right you gotta put the filter in your grounds you gotta water oh, yeah. and you gotta if you're like me you don't want to wait for the coffee to brew in the morning you gotta set the timer and all this stuff so there's a <laughs> lot into like getting that good cup and a lot of people just want to skip right to like like at starbucks the best friend. <laughs> like let me just yeah. have my cup of coffee and you gotta go through the weird dating phase like nobody nobody wants to say like oh i'm mom dating but you are like you're you're you dating you really and that's do kind of the same i mean you're not yeah. gonna get a matching okay we got matching tattoos guys you're not gonna get a matching <laughs> tattoo with somebody that you like 
you know, you just don't care about her, you know, you don't talk to her or anything like that. So it's, it's putting, it's doing the scary things. It's taking that leap and doing it because when it comes down to it, not even for Valentine's day, but you need somebody in your corner. You need somebody other than your spouse, other than your mom, other than your brother, other than your sister. Um, you know, somebody who's, living this lifestyle I have plenty of friends but a lot of them like if I call her and I'm just like we had a PCS and we did this and I didn't want to show up on my trailer and I'm gonna right. unload it she has absolutely no idea what I'm talking about and Cody's gonna be like, just like okay. get the military to do it <laughs> yeah like, yeah okay. like, yeah or like yeah it people they don't understand the way somebody who's living this is going to understand and so we thought we would do something fun in honor of Valentine's Day um but before we start that just remember guys like do the hard work this week, you know, if you haven't reached out to that friend in a while, mm-hmm. reach out like, Hey, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm a crappy friend. That's always, that's always a good, <laughs> a good way. And that's how we, me and my friends usually do it. Like, Hey, I'm a really shitty friend. And, but I love you. And I, t- and that text, like I've gotten that text and it's like, dude, I told, I love you too. Like, like yeah. your mom, like, listen, chances are, if you're a mom, you have kids, they're a mom, they have kids they're probably spouses of active duty or some type of military. Like we all understand, like we totally get it. Take the time this week to shoot a text. If it has to say, Hey, I'm a shitty friend, but I love you. Happy Valentine's day or whatever it needs to say. Um, grab coffee with a friend, go get some sushi, whatever it is. But we asked, and we're going to start doing this. Um, we have some fun stuff changing this year with coffee. Um, especially in our episodes, but we asked for a shout outs for Galentine's. And so, um, this was from Maddie and Maddie wanted Kaylin. I hope that's right. It could be <laughs> Kaylin or Callan. I did message you to ask, but I just didn't get to see if you responded before we started. So Kaylin, the day we, the day we reunite in the States will be the best day ever. Milso bestie for life. So and I love that. I love that because me and my Milso bestie will have to reunite soon as well. So yes. um, we got another one that says um, it's from Eliza and she says, shout out to you because I miss having you. I wish our kiddos could grow up together every day. Wouldn't trade you ever though. I relate to that so hard. <laughs> so I want our kids to grow. They spent the last five years together and it was it was so good for them and so good for yeah, us. So it was. That. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for sending in your shout outs. We hope you guys have the best Valentine's Day with your spouses and your girls. Um, but yeah, we're going to hop off of here and be looking forward to that PC. If you like our old rant style <laughs> podcast, we have one coming your way um, about our PCS. Do you have a little one facing deployment? Well, I have the perfect resource for you. Kylie and the Deployment Wall is a short story to help children understand and cope with the absence of a loved one. As a military kid, Kylie is faced with her dad's deployment, but when her mom thinks of a way to keep them connected, Kylie finds comfort in knowing that he is never far after all. Kylie and the Deployment Wall is available on Amazon. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.